everybody, and welcome to TC Talk. This is episode number 144 here on March the 28th, 2021. Almost done with the month of March, and now we are uh, going to talk a little bit some DC, but I'm not going to do it by myself there, Podcast World. I am Mike. You can find me on Twitter at DC Mike, and I have Carrie. How are you? Where can we find you on Twitter, and do you like bacon? I am awesome. <laughs> I'm a bit I'm a bit tired, but I'm I'm doing good. Uh hold on a second. Oh, there we are. That's much better. Um as I as I flip switch over to the correct microphone. Um, <laughs> um I my Twitter handle is Carrie Blackfire42. That's K-E-R-I Blackfire42. And I love bacon. In fact, there was there was bacon rolled up into the uh, laden I made over the weekend. Bacon or sausage? Which one's better? Bacon. Hey, I know people that pick sausage. Well, it depends. It depends on what I'm doing with it. If if it's like like I I use like I use sausage when I'm making eggs. Because I use the fat from the sausage mm-hmm. for the eggs, yeah, and instead of instead of butters for the instead of butter for the eggs, uh, but and really and as I uh, bacon gets to, I, I I love bacon, but it's a hassle to just bake off like a sheet pan of it. I tend and Tim may fire me. Um, I tend to um, chop up the bacon, uh, render it, uh, cook it up, like par cook it, and then freeze it for when I need it for something else later. That's not a bad idea. Yeah. Yeah. Um, to... Tim, and I, Tim and I disagree on, on the concept of leftover bacon. <laughs> there is he no such thing in my house ba- as leftover bacon. Well, you know what? You, you don't live alone. <laughs> Yes. He, and neither and neither does Tim. Yes. <laughs> I you used know? to I, I park I park up the bacon, I drain off the fat and save it for for later. And then I freeze and then I freeze the bacon into small containers for, you know, whenever I need it. Hey, that that's smart. I mean, there's nothing wrong with it. No. I used to when I was when I was uh let's see. Uh, around 2011, 2000, uh, you know, 2012, I went through a phase where for breakfast I'd buy those those yellow boxes of the tin sausage links. Uh huh. And I used to eat the whole box for breakfast of the tin Ooh. links. <laughs> I went through a phase there where that was pretty much a daily thing. I don't know why. And now I can't stand them. Uh, well. <laughs> it is what it is. Sometimes, sometimes you get introduced to something better, and it's just like, ah, okay, fine. That's true. But you know what's better is what we're going to talk about on tonight's podcast. No, we're not talking about bacon. We're not talking about sausage, Carrie. We are got so much to talk about tonight. We, yeah. we we do have some news, and per per some of the per request. And something that a couple of the listeners really would really enjoy. We know Guardians of the MCU does some character profiles as well. Um, but some of them are kind of curious as to who people like Martian Manhunter, Dark Side, some of these other characters maybe they've heard about or seen glimpses of but they may not know a ton about. 
So we're going to take some deep dive in, over the next little bit, and we're going to talk about kind of like a character profile too. So you can kind of be aware of where this person came from, you know, maybe who their who their main arch, you know, nemesis, so to say, is, you know, good or bad, and a little bit about their character kind of gives some background. Um, and then after watching the Snyder Cut, we decided to finish off the rest of the DCEU. So tonight we're gonna watch, we're gonna talk a little bit about Aquaman. Next week we're gonna talk about Shazam, and then we're gonna talk about Birds of Prey. Yep. And I don't know if we'll do Wonder Woman 84 because we kind of just did that one, but we probably could. We'll see. We'll, we'll, we'll see. see. We'll, we'll see what we're because we eventually feel like. we're gonna finish these animated movies. Yeah, at some point we're gonna finish the animated movies. So, <laughs> until we get to, until we get distracted by something else. Obviously, that that never happens. So <laughs> that yeah, that never happens. All never. Time. So that's kind of an outline of what our show is going to be like. So are you ready, Carrie, to dig into some? I am ready, and some of this holy crap. Yeah, we're going to try to be flash with it. Doesn't mean it's going to happen. We're going to try. <laughs> All right. So first up, Batwoman. We knew it was probably coming, uh, but Batwoman is bringing back Kate Kane. However, they are recasting Ruby Rose. And we speculated on this last year when Ruby Rose stepped out, and we were fighting for Wallace Day from Krypton. She played um, – oh, shoot. I can't remember her name now. This, um, um, uh, this of X. Nissa Vex, that's right. Thank you. I couldn't remember her name. I knew it was Vex. I couldn't remember the first name. Um, but she played Nissa Vex over on Krypton. By the way, great show. If you haven't seen the two seasons, yes. go see it. Um, and she's going to be cast as Ruby Rose, or no, I'm Ruby Rose, but Kate Kane in Batwoman season two. Now, yeah. kind of spoiler territory for just a second. So if you don't want to know what happened on the last week's episode of Batwoman, skip ahead at just a few, just 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 a little bit. You'll you'll know where. Um, in the last episode, we see a Kate Kane in the sewers beneath Gotham's barber shop, and yeah. with wrap all around her face and all that kind of thing. So a great way to kind of recast her, but not lose the character. The dynamic I, yeah. I'm interested in seeing is what's going to happen when she comes back. And Ryan's been running around as Batwoman now. How that one's going to work out? I, I I am hoping that there's going to be room for two Batwomen. Just because. I mean, why not? There there have been why not? you know there have been multiple flashes. They there can there can be multiple Batwomen. Um, it's it's perfectly fine. I don't know about you, but I assume that was Tommy. That's who I until, thought too. Until they until they did the close up of the necklace, I was like, oh, expletive. I mean, did we did we <laughs> did we really think that that Sophia actually had? You know, I wasn't sure, but the fact that we knew Black Mask is was coming, and he's coming tonight apparently, mm-hmm. uh, and the fact that they promised that the showrunners promised that they weren't actually going to kill off Kate. Yeah. Um, this is a good, this is a good, a, good way to keep good, Kate there. It's a good thing for us to know, but while keeping the dramatic tension on the show. Right. Because right at the moment, everyone else thinks that, that Kate is well and truly dead. 
Right. So it's but she's not. She's not. She's still there. She's still there. So not better. <laughs> ish. <laughs> But I am glad that we're getting Wallace Day because I really loved her character as Miss Vex on Krypton. Um, right. But anyway, so that was Batwoman. By the way, kind of a throw-in for Flash for this week. In case you didn't realize, this episode from The Flash that was last week was actually the original season premiere. seven premiere mm-hmm. episode because it was definitely a different storyline. So, right. And, um, and while we're on the subject, the backdoor pilot for Painkiller is airing tomorrow. Oh, Monday. I'm going to have to watch that more to watch. Week. Yeah. Oh, for, for, for all the weeks I've been, I've been asking where painkiller has been on black lightning. I just got my, I'm getting my answer tomorrow. I'm excited about seeing that. That's going to be really good. Yeah, I, I really enjoyed painkillers character. Uh, I also, I also want to know how he re- reacts to the new gen. Ooh. Yeah. That's going to be interesting. So, um, Moving on just a little bit, Young Justice, the executive producer, has given us the season four update. He pretty much said on Twitter, Greg Wiseman said, nine episodes are done, five more in post-production, 12 more are being animated overseas. Um, So pre-production, he said, is virtually done on Young Justice season four. Uh, So that should be coming um, soon-ish, hopefully. Um, Then one of a kind of a flash news carry on the next one. No, but yeah, we got no, a this is not, we got really the news. Suicide Squad trailer. Now this is not the same Suicide Squad we watched a few weeks ago. This is the Suicide Squad, the one with James Gunn directing. Uh-huh. That's got everybody and their mama in the cast. Yes. And uh, this trailer looked really good. It has um, it, it has James Gunn's fingerprints. Oh yeah, all over all it. All over it. Um, can I I I, I one of the things I've lo- I loved about this trailer is how much um, Rick Flag Rick Flag seems to have embraced the whole you know concept of the Suicide Squad now mm-hmm. of of and of being on Task Force X Task Force X and that's just like he's like he's he's no longer the you know the the guy we saw in the first Suicide Squad movie who was like if you screw around with me you're dead you're you're all dead uh, he's more like Oh, we gotta go get we gotta go get Harley because we gotta go get Harley. I did love that scene where she's she's like where he's counting down to go rescue Harley. She's like, "What y'all doing?" <laughs> well, I can go back in there. I can go back in there. You guys can rescue me. <laughs> oh, it's funny. Uh, speaking of, and, and apparently we're getting Starro. Oh my goodness! The first live action star. I don't know if that's the main villain or if that's if that's a red herring, but I I like this. I do too. It's going to be really good. It's hilarious. It mm-hmm. is going to be rated R. Yes. Just judging from the trailer too, it's going to be rated R. I know if a couple well, the trailer of guys, was I, red, it was a red band trailer. So oh, yeah. yeah. I know a couple of people have asked if this is going to be a reboot. So it's kind of a soft reboot, kind of like um, it, it's so like the Justice League. And for example, and all of them, they typically have rotating members. They're not all the same members all the time. That's right. generally what you're getting at. That's kind of why why you have the same Harley that we're used to seeing, as well as kind of different characters in the Suicide mm-hmm. Squad, because it's like rotating members. Right. At different points well, in 
agree. Uh, speaking speaking of Suicide Squad, speaking of the casting, it has been confirmed that Sylvester, that Sylvester Stallone is voicing King Shark. Oh my goodness, his line is... And, and I have no idea why, but this is the best news ever. His line, his line when they're in the movie theater and she's showing and Amanda Waller is showing them the, 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 what they're going to be doing. Anybody got any questions? Hand? Hand? Yes, that's your hand. And yes, we got we got the Amanda Waller back again that everybody loves. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So well, we also we also got Jai Cartney back as as Captain Boomerang, but right. you know as 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 you know. James Gunn keeps warning, don't get attached. Right. We have to work with the same rules as we worked with, you know, Game of Thrones. You know, just don't get attached. And, and apparently John Cena is there as the peacemaker and very infatuated with island full of things on the beach that he would yeah. gladly eat if it meant salvation. Good job, John Cena. <laughs> So I'm, many... I'm, I'm wondering. I'm okay. So don't get. So the rule is don't get attached. But if Peacemaker, is, the Peacemaker, the series is going to be after the Suicide Squad, then we know at least he's safe. Right. Unless the Peacemaker series happens before. I think it's going to happen after. I don't know. I was like, we I do go know. both ways. But we, but we did get Suicide Squad trailer, and it was really good, yes. and uh, we're excited about that. That's coming out soon, so keep checking on that. Speaking of those Suicide Squad. Oh, yeah. Anything yeah, yeah. else about the trailer before we move on? Oh, just – it's amazing. I cannot wait. I mean, Peter – even Peter Capaldi is just like, oh, thank you. Yes. <laughs> I'm glad we get some Idris, uh, uh, Idris Elba in it. I, I really uh-huh. love him as a character, so I'm excited to see what he's going to do in it. Right. Yeah. Um, uh, so release the air cut. So everybody's like, well, release the Snyder cut, release the Snyder cut. So now everybody's doing release the air cut. Well, Warner Media has said they won't be developing David Ayer's Suicide Squad director's cut. Did you Did you see his response to that? No, I did not. What was his response? His response was like, why? <laughs> but okay okay so so there were two responses to this so what was his you know one was the just the one word why and the other one you know people started pointing out well if if they re- release it wouldn't that be stepping on on james gunn's movie and and david Iyer was like like full-on like no 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 please let let James Gunn have his moment in the sun. Let him let his movie come out. Let his movie be awesome. But I <laughs> I don't know if they're gonna do this one though. I don't know. I I think with I all understood. of the and we're gonna and we're gonna get to this when we get when we get down okay down down lower into the news because of all the Snyder cut stuff but i think because of all the reviews um the snyder cut is getting and with all the critics reviews saying this is freaking good i i think warner brothers may be forced to change their mind 
I hope they do, and we'll get Me down too. to that for sure when we get down to it. I mean, if they release it, they they release it. I understand the more I think it was more significant to release the the Justice League Snyder cut oh, rather yeah. than the Suicide Squad uh, oh, director's I, cut. I, I agree, but if that but if that's what gets the ball rolling on this, and, and if that's what you know potentially gets the ball rolling on you know you know continuing the DCEU based off of where Zack Snyder was going. Yeah. I mean, I, 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 I I think it's, I think it's entirely possible. I mean, if they, I mean, if they want to bring it back, they can bring it back. So anything, anything's possible. Um, speaking of possibilities, uh, Helen Mirren has joined the Shazam movie Fury of the Gods as the villain Hespera. Um, she there she is described as a daughter of Atlas. Um, Atlas in, is a character in the DC Comics um, that bears the weight of heavens on his back. Also, Greek Greek mythology as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, At- and also Atlas. Atlas, guys. Atlas is the Titan that holds the the sky up. That you know on his back. You know, the, you you guys know the famous picture of him just standing there with the with right holding the world on his shoulders and stuff. And then Rachel Ziegler has been cast in a pivotal unknown role is all that's been mentioned also in that um that article as well. So Carrie's really happy that uh, Helen Mirren has been cast. And I, I mean I mean this I mean she's deep thought. She's Catherine the Great. She is Queen Elizabeth. She's freaking awesome. She's it's. Freaking hell, Marin, man. Here, here, here's the thing: DC is starting to get some heavy names in I their agree. movies that they're on. They're on a really good track. Speaking of heavy names, yeah. Got some Black Adam news. First of all, The Rock has released. The <laughs> gave the release date for the Black Adam movie in an epic way when he took over pretty much Times Square and <laughs> and and made the announcement. Absolutely ingenious, Rock. Thank you for that. And so, but the, the release date is July 29th, 2022, by the way. Yes. Yeah, so we have about a, we have about a year and a half. Yeah. About a year and a half. Um, and speaking of something that's really good, um, they casted somebody, somebody I never thought they were going to cast. Yeah. They cast Pierce Brosnan. But they cast Pierce Brosnan as Doctor Fate, which that's the I big, never thought that's we were get that fate. either. So we like, get our first live-action Doctor Fate, and it's played by none other than the great Pierce Brosnan. Just saying. Well, okay, it's not that's not completely true. I mean, Doctor Fate, or at least his helmet, showed up on Smallville. Okay, but the actual like. Yeah, but an actual You're character see of him Doctor do things. Yeah, actually see, actually seeing him do things, we're gonna see Pierce Brosnan, Pierce Brosnan be the 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 guy who's actually playing Doctor Fate, and this is before um, we are gonna get to see him on Stargirl, I think, unless they unless they bring in Doctor unless they bring in Doctor Fate this season. Yeah, this season because out because. Because Courtney has has Doctor Fate's helmet among all of her many treasures that she pilfered from the uh, JSA headquarters. Of course. <laughs> of course she does. Um. 
I don't know. I'm just excited to see Dr. Fate in an actual movie, and I'm yeah. glad they got Pierce Brosnan because they're not going to hire him for some just, hey, hold this helmet kind of a role. They're, they're going to want him to yeah. do something with Um, Moving on to some more movies, uh, we mentioned last week that Billy Crudup has left the Flash movie. Well, they wasted no time, and they got uh, the Band of Brothers uh, alum Ron Livingston to replace him as well as he's also an office space as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Ron Livingston is going to replace him as Henry Allen in the flash movie. Um, also in the flash movie, they have cast a young Barry Allen and two mystery roles. Yeah. So the young Barry Allen is going to be played by, um, hang on. Ian Ian Lowe. Lowe. Ian Lowe. Um, mm-hmm. And it's also good. They also added uh, Dairy Girls is I'm going to butcher these names. Sorcy Monica Jackson and Rudy Mancuso in undisclosed roles in the, in the cool. movie. So I've never cool. heard of either one of those three people. Have you? Um, I mean, I mean, I know I know I, I mean. I haven't heard of any any of those of those three. I, Ron Livingston, I I have I've seen bits and pieces of Office Space, so I do know who he is. <laughs> did my stapler? Did, did my stapler? <laughs> I love that movie. Oh, <laughs> uh, see, that ought to be on uh, Cape Chronicles or Enter the Dojo. Um, <laughs> I don't know how. We'll find a way. So, kind of some Zack Snyder news. We got <laughs> three here. Um. First of all, the the Gray Edition Justice is Gray is now streaming on HBO Max for the Justice League Snyder Cut. Yes. So if you want to check that out, check and it out. And apparently, critics are raving about this. Yeah. Apparently, I, um, apparently it's breaking records. Shattering I have not, records. Just saying. Shat- yeah, I haven't I I haven't watched it yet. I'm a terrible fan, but I haven't had four hours to watch a movie. Apparently, it's had more views in its weekend opening than Wonder Woman '84 did. Yeah. Now, just for clarification, there is apparently there apparently no there's apparently no difference between this version of the movie and the one that was released two weeks ago. It's just black and white. It's just in black and white. Black and white and gray. All so over. if you're <laughs> yeah, black and white and gray all over. So if you if you're wondering if if there's a, if there are any differences, it's just you know it's in black and white. Okay. Um, and Carrie has graciously offered, um, in regards to the Snyder Cut, to send me something for Christmas this year. Um, <laughs> so so Mezco Toys has launched a Snyder Cut Justice League Deluxe Steel Box Set. Which collects one twelve collective figures of Batman, Superman, and the Flash. So it's all three characters. You could pre-order it on Entertainment Earth. I mean, this thing has is looks amazing with the with the with the figures themselves, all the all the little gadgets and gizmos that come with all of them, uh-huh. uh, with Superman and the Flash and and Batman. And Carrie has graciously offered um, to to buy it from me, although it doesn't release <laughs> till next February. I don't. Um, ha- I, I'm sorry, dude. I don't have 260 bucks. That's right. It is 260 dollars. It's free shipping. That's right. It's 260 now. But once they sell out, those jokers are going to double or triple on oh, the yeah. internet. Yeah. So, 
Uh, if you want to check that out, if you wanted that link to know when you could buy yours, just let us know. We'll post it in, in the Discord uh, since you could do that as well if you're following us on Discord. Um, so this one last little... one we, we, alluded, we alluded to earlier, but right. uh, go ahead, Mike. So David Ayer's Suicide Squad cut is probably not going to get out of the director's cut, but Warner Media CEO has also cast doubt on a future Zack Snyder Justice League movies. Now – they said it was kind of a one-and-done deal. It ruled it out. Uh, they said they appreciate that they love Zach's work um, and are very thankful for his many contributions. We're just so happy they could bring his cut of the Justice League, we're talking variety, to life because it wasn't in the plan until about a year ago. With that come, with that comes the completion of his trilogy. Pfft. We're very happy we've but, done this. But it's halfway through the trilogy because because Darkseid's coming back. Right. But we're... He says, but we're very happy we've done this, but we're very excited about the plans we have for all the multidimensional DC characters that are being developed right now. So um, they wanted to give him a chance to complete the movie. We're glad he did, and we're done with him. I don't think that's true. I don't I'm think sorry. that's true either. I don't, I don't. I think Warner Media would be absolutely stupid and moronic and out of their minds if they saw the, the huge success this movie was. And said, you know what? We don't want a Justice League two or three. We don't need to worry about Dark Side. Are you kidding me? Yeah. I mean, I get you would have focused on the multiverse, which I'm still okay with. Google, go ahead and have yeah, Robert Pattinson play it. Batman. Go ahead and do those things. But let this dude put out Justice League two and three. I want to see Dark Side. I want to see that. Yeah, big I want. Fight. I want. I want more. More Dark Side. I want. I want to see if the nightmare scenario comes to fruition. Um, this, and, and, I mean, we don't, we don't know exactly what, what the Flashpoint movie is going to be, but we've already got some, gotten some allusions to the fact that when Barry goes too fast, he messes with time. Mm -hmm. Thanks to, thanks to the, the Snyder Cut. So, the door is open for, for, for stuff to happen. It's just a matter of, you know... The, the studio having the will to do it. Well, more, well, they also already said we're never releasing the Snyder Cut of Justice League either, and they yeah, changed they changed that. So, I mean, it, it's 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 very it's very possible um, that it's still coming. I don't think he says he he he's okay not doing it anymore. I don't think so. I think he wants to keep going, and I think they should let him. Well, I think he's trying. I think he's trying to be you know. He's you know, he, he, he's trying to, he's trying to be very he's trying to be diplomatic about this yes he's trying not to say yeah i really want to do it but he's trying to he, he's trying to let them come to the decision right so that's their that's their current goal they're not going to do it but i don't think that's going to stay so any more flash news then no i don't think so all right so we're going to go into some deep dive news which is our character profile today so carrie who is our character profile well, one person was on the snyder cut <laughs> Well, by request, um, we're going to be talking about the Martian Manhunter uh, this week. Um, Jean Jones, uh, created by Joseph Sebastian, I'm sorry if I butcher that, and Joe Serta. His first appearance was in Detective Comics number 225. Uh, This was from November of 1955. Um, Powers... Uh, strength, durability, flight, regeneration, shape-shifting, intangibility, invisibility, telekinesis, telepathy, 
extrasensory input and heat vision. Although I've never actually seen him use heat vision, but you know, um, that yeah. that could be a thing. Um, maybe it was just a trick of the mind or something. Uh, okay, so the Martian Manhunter um, debuted debuted as a backup story. Um, the Strange Experiment of Dr. Erdl in Detective Comics number 225, again in uh, November 1955. The character is a green-skinned extraterrestrial humanoid from Mars who is pulled to Earth by an experimental teleportation beam constructed by Saul Erdl. This is actually something that we've seen if you've watched the Batman animated series. Not Batman the Animated Series... The one from 2005, which is the Batman. No, I didn't see that series. And also, I believe um, they it. Uh, which one did we do on Cape Chronicles? The one from like the 50s. From uh, the. Not, not, not Crisis Crisis on Two Earths, but it was a. Uh, no, was I know what the, you're talking uh, about. The New Frontier. Yeah, New Frontier. I, yes. Yeah, they they also they also you they also incorporated that storyline into that movie. Yeah. Uh, the, the Martian tells Ertel where he's from and is told to send and tells the, the scientist to you know send him back, uh, or he's told that that sending him back will require uh, computer brains thinking uh, to be changed. Uh, the shock, the shock of find, <laughs> the shock of a Martian showing up um, in, you know, the guy in the doc, Dr. Elder's Elder's office um, basically kills him mm-hmm. and leaves leaves John kind of stranded uh, with no way to return home. He basically decides to fight crime while waiting for Earth technology to catch up, or. Martian technology to advance to a stage where he where they can um, rescue him. Uh, he adopts the identity of John Jones. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so John eventually reveals his existence to the world and starts operating openly as a superhero. He becomes a charter member of the Justice League, um, and he was just like. Uh, Green Arrow was often used as a substitute for Batman. He was often used as a substitute for Superman. And this is because DC was worried about um, using their flagship characters too often in Justice League stories. They were yeah. fearing, they feared overexposure, basically. Um, um, Martian Manhunter and Green, Ar- Green Arrow um, basically uh, set up the team known as the Brave and the Bold. Um, that was the that was the team team up format for that they that they uh, brought into being. Um, some of the in some stories he's shown as traveling through uh, space at near light speed light speed or to other planets, um, because we never actually talk about how you know Martian Manhunter and Superman can you know travel through the galaxy without you know <laughs> protective equipment. I mean, at least at least Green Lantern has a has a ring that will you know you know keep him protected from <laughs> you know the vacuum of space. Um, so it. he just does it. Well, he's also intangible. He could probably he can probably regulate how he's how he's breathing and right. stuff. Right. Um, 
at some point, Detective John Jones is quote unquote killed in action by the idol head of Diablo, which is an artifact that regenerates uh, that generates supernatural monsters. In reality, uh, Jean abandons the civilian identity to go after this um, idol head of Diablo. Uh, he moves into the House of Mystery, which we saw in Justice League Dark, mm-hmm. among other places, uh, while he's fighting the idol, the idol head. Um, he eventually defeats them and takes on the persona of Marco Xavier, not to be confused with Charles Xavier. Aww. In order, order to infiltrate a crime cartel known as Vulture, uh, which he defeats in the final installment of his original series. Um, Jean was eventually phased out of the JLA um, around uh, once Superman was allowed to become a full member. Um, however, he returned to full-time, spa- full-time status when the title was revived in 1987. Uh, in addition to serving under his own name, mm-hmm. he was all, he also under direct under duress um, joined the league disguised as Bloodwind, who was a mysterious and powerful necromancer. Uh, Jean uh, assumed the physical form of the standoff mannerisms and magical powers of Bloodwind, while Bloodwind, <laughs> Bloodwind himself was transported and trapped inside his own blood gem oops mm. uh it was during this time that this is this was all while this was happening doomsday happened the death of superman happened um blue beetle basically discovered um the merged identity of these two heroes after he had been hurled into a burning building by doomsday uh soon after um and they they soon have they soon after re- found out that um, Jean and Bloodwind had actually accidentally bonded uh, prior to joining the league and that they had to be sep- they had to be separated to continue their, their associations with the league. That was fun apparently. And that sounded like fun. Um, it sounded painful. So this is more along the lines of stuff, stuff we've seen crop up in Supergirl. Um, yes. The 1998 Martian Manhunter series, which I vaguely remember coming um, showing up in the comic in the store when I was still working there, um, is the one that established uh, Malefic as Jean yeah. Jones' brother, um, who basically uses his abilities to pose as uh, Jean, uh, and then captures and tortures Jem, uh, uh, son of Saturn, and Aeroforming. That's you know terraforming for uh, Martian Mars. And for Mars uh, Earth uh, in, to resemble Mars. Um, this is all part of a grand plan designed to convince the rest of the Justice League that John Jones has turned psychopath. <laughs> A sociopath. Oops. Uh, however, uh, John is eventually able to clear his name, defeat Malefic, and despite having most of his body destroyed in an exploding spaceship, uh, he was able to regenerate from a severed, severed hand, um, which sounds a bit Lobo-like, if you guys have been watching Krypton. Mm-hmm. And, I like yeah. Lobo. <laughs> I know you do. 
the series also established the history of the Manhunter uh, uh, and the Martian race as well as the Saturn race. Um, this is the first in, uh, issue to reveal that the real human John Jones, which was who was a police detective, uh, was murdered by corrupt colleagues, and that John um, basically assumed his identity to complete an, an important court case. Um, during the lead-up to Infinite Crisis, uh, Jean is supposedly killed in an attack by just on Justice League's HQ. Uh, it's later revealed that he's actually alive and held captive by Alexander Luther Jr. Uh, after the mm. after the end of the Infinite Crisis, um, the series jumped a year ahead. Um, this is when we get into like the the 52 series, yeah, like, series? like the new the new 52 the that new just came 52. out back in what was it 2010s around there? Yeah. 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 So in 52 number 24, it's revealed that Jean Jones has actually been working behind the scenes in an unsuccessful attempt to destroy Checkmate for its role in the death of Ted Kord, uh, the original Blue Beetle. By the way, yes, the original Blue Beetle. But for those who, who are unsure with what who Checkmate it was, there was a Checkmate storyline in Smallville in one yep. of the later seasons. Yep. Um, um, Pam, Pam Greer played uh, Amanda Waller in that, 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 yes. that storyline. So that uh, – so if you need anything, check out that. I think that was season – it's not season six. I think it was season eight. Don't oh, I don't remember. That. It was seven or eight, one of the two. Okay, yeah. I, I know it was one of the later seasons. Right. Uh, this is this will be uh, relevant to the news of this week. Um, several weeks before World War Three. I guess that's, that's, uh, that, that was a current – apparently World War Three happened in, in DC Comics – uh, Martian Manhunter disguises himself as a young girl and tries to defeat Black Black Adam telepathically in Bialia. Mm-hmm. Uh, he is defeating by being exposed to Adam's uh, darkest memories and flees Earth. Uh, in the miniseries World War II, uh, is told from his perspective. Uh, using these events as a catalyst, DC Comics redesigned the appearance of the character, changing his costume and appearance uh that, so that it more closely resembles the Martian form. Uh, those changes were further explored in a Martian Manhunter miniseries that spun off of the DCU Brave New World one-shot. Uh, this was um, a miniseries that focused on John Jones and uh, his search for other survivors of Mars. Okay. Um, so, 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 um, he was supposed to be in The Outsiders for a while, but he kind of disappeared. Um, he he was killed during in Final Crisis in 2008, uh, and then was kind of resurrected as a Black Lantern uh, mm-hmm. in, in the, the Blackest, Blackest, Blackest Night, Night storyline. Uh, by the end of the storyline, the character is resurrected. Uh, following the this character is featured in brightest in the Brightest Day series. Uh, during the series, um, Jean encounters a, another surviving Green Martian, Decay Draws, um, a scarred and worth uh, psychopath who wants uh, Jean to be her mate. Wow. As as one does. Um, 
In 2011, uh, DC relaunched the continuity uh, following Flashpoint. Uh, in this continuity, uh, Jean is reintroduced as a member of Stormwatch, which was a title brought over from when they picked up Wildstorm uh, and Image. Okay. Image Comics. Um, and he eventually kind of got reattached to the League, but they're not. They're not clear about this. This is this is all coming from Wikipedia. So if they okay, they I didn't see anything after anything of note after that. Um. By the way, from from Image Comics, um, some of the some of the major Image Comics publications. You guys have probably actually really heard of them. Um. Some of the uh the major ones would be like Gen thirteen. Yeah, right. Stormwatch. Walking, Walking Dead is one as well. Uh, Spawn yeah. um, is another one. So um, that kind of gives you an idea where where that story came from. I think I think Wishblade might have been part of part of the image. I would one. think so. If Spawn was, I would think they would be. Um, so, but anyway, so he's kind of usually one of these characters in DC that. He's very wise. He's very mm-hmm. quiet. He he does he, he lets he lets he lets a lot of people say what they want to say, and then he kind of just gives these little words of wisdom on the end. Mm-hmm. Um, he he's a, he's kind of like a gentle father figure. Mm-hmm. He he is really I don't want to say possessive, um, but if you've seen Young Justice with Magan, yeah, um, he is very fatherly to her and. And protects which her is what makes which well. is what makes it weird that they're in a relationship on Supergirl. Yes, it's extremely weird. It's very weird. But um, but he he is we we've had him now for years on Supergirl, so he's kind of explored his character a little bit more. We've had Malefic on Supergirl, um, but this is the first time we're getting him in like a live action movie in reference to this, you know Snyder Cut Justice League and that yeah. kind of thing. So, um. <clears throat> But anyway, so that's just a little bit about uh, John Jones or Martian Manhunter. If you got any other questions, please direct him to to Carrie, um, as she is no, the, no, the can... encyclopedia of, no. of all. No, things. I'm just no, I'm just good at looking at looking things up on Wikipedia. Yes, because it's Wikipedia. What could be wrong? It's Wikipedia. Yeah, well, it, everything everything you read on the internet is completely completely 100% correct. That's right. Abraham Lincoln said that, guys. So yeah, sure. keep that in mind. Um, but anything else about John Jones or, or Green Lantern? Not Green Lantern, but <laughs> Martian Manhunter. Uh, no. I mean, like like Mike said, you know, you can check him out on Supergirl. Um, he's basically been a fixture on that show since about halfway through the first season. Right. When, when that was. Um, he's also he's also made appearances on Smallville. Yep. <clears throat> and uh, I believe. I, I know he made an appearance in the, in one of the later, um, some of the later sto- uh, Sandman stories, but I think he was mentioned in the audio drama for okay. um, the first three. Okay. Uh, the first three uh, volumes. I'd have to go back and lo- re-listen to it. He's he's got he, he's never one of those characters in the show to ever or even in the comics to kind of flirt with the bad side have some have some issue with him he was always a stand up good guy yeah um so 
keep keep that in mind. I think next week I'm I'm debating on uh, since Carrie did Martian Manhunter, um, I'm going to take this week's character profile. I'm debating on a couple of them, but I will have to reveal what they are later. Oh oh boy. And Carrie is going to be so excited when I tell oh, her who, who, who I'm debating. I'm afraid. Be very afraid, afraid, because all it's hail not. dark side. All right. <laughs> <laughs> With that being said, we're going to head real quick then into uh, Watchtower. Aquaman. So we decided to keep going with our DCEU watch after the Snyder Cut, and we watched Aquaman. So this movie was this little summary about it. Born upon the shores of the surface world, Arthur Curry discovers that he is only half human with the other half of his blood being of Atlantean descent, thus making him the rightful heir to the throne of the undersea kingdom of Atlantis. Not according to Orm. However, Arthur learns that Atlantis is being ruled by his malicious half-brother Orm, who seeks to unite the seven underwater kingdoms and wage war upon the surface. Well, technically, he doesn't want to seek to unite them. No, he He wants wants them all all underfoot. He wants the title of Ocean Master. It's really what he wants. Yeah, he just wants the power. That's right. With aid from Nudis Volko, played by William Defoe, and the gorgeous Mira, played by Amber Heard, Arthur must discover the full potential of his true destiny and become Aquaman in order to save Atlantis and the surface from Orr's evil plot. I, I think I, I think I I think I mentioned this when we first talked about Aquaman, you know, a couple of years ago. I I like that they basically did the throne of did the throne of Atlantis storyline in live action. Yes. Because I really, I really like, I really like the animated movie, and this is this one was just was fun. You, you, you know what was amazing is we watched the animated movie last year when we did the DCAMU, mm-hmm. and I had never seen the animated movie. So while I'm watching this mo- the animated movie, I'm sitting there thinking, I've seen this live action now. I kind of like live yeah. action better. <laughs> but not that, these, except, not that the animated except, was bad. No, the and and, and Aquaman had. T- team to help him out right he was he wasn't just you know it wasn't just him and mara he was you know the entire justice league right and and not and it's kind of like how wonder woman's movie was kind of pushed on the wonder woman bloodlines i mean it was was kind of intermingled so they they they, they do that but i i really going back and watching this movie i just kind of like had like a one word review of it and that was nice Um, It was nice to see some things that we got some hints about in the Justice League movie Mm -hmm. that we actually saw in this movie. Um, Yeah, because they they mentioned because because this the Snyder Cut is where and this is actually partly why I wanted to continue the watch through is that, you know, they do mention they do mention in the Snyder Cut that Arthur's mom is dead. It's not as clear in the Whedon version of the movie. Um, we also remember, this is also how he got, gets the trident. I don't know. I don't know when he actually lost the trident unless he just, you know, gave it back to Volko at, so, at one point. Okay. So here's, here's my question that I do have. A, I do have a question in the Snyder cut. We see him look at the trident 
of King Atlantis or, 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 or Atlanta. Oh, the statue. Okay, the statue. Okay, he looks at the statue. Never mind. Okay, for some reason, that was the only part that I was, that like, was a little statue. confused on. Well, no, the okay. thing that I was confused on is that Mira it implies in the center cut that her dad is that her father is dead, but he's very much alive. In the movie. In the movie. Yes. Well, maybe they have a very estranged relationship. Maybe, or maybe that's something that kind of went wonky when when Barry played with time. Yes, and which is possible because he knew in the Snyder cut when he went back and saved everybody when the mother box exploded. He knew when he went back and saved everybody. He said, "Okay, Barry, that one thing, that one rule, you're never supposed to break. You got to break it." Yeah. <laughs> and he kind of reset things there, and yeah. I think that that kind of that may have been one of them as well. Yeah. So yeah. maybe some of the storylines got intermingled because of, of that. Because it almost gives you the impression, Aquaman, that he never knew who Mira was until the Aquaman movie. No. But no. Yet, well, well, to me, it gave the impression, like, hey, this is the first time he's met her. Yeah, because, well, yeah, that – Right. Well, that but, was that was that was also part of the original cut of the movie. He is like he runs into this he runs into this woman while he's trying to pick while he's you know trying to find the mother box, and they fought, they they argue, but he never actually gets her name until this movie. Right. So it was it was just kind of, it was just kind of a little wompy, but I, I get it. I get it. Well, you know, he the bell, he the bell, you you know, some some you know pleasantries are forgotten. It's it's understandable, right? But I think this movie, and kind of like I told you, I don't know if I told you on the last podcast where we talked off screen, was that I really think that 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 um, not not James Gunn, um, um, James James Wan uh-huh. was able to see Snyder's actual finished movie. Mm-hmm. Not not the weeding cut, but the actual finished movie before making Aquaman. And I think you're right. Well, well, Snyder, just uh, uh, Zach and Zach and Deborah Snyder were both, were both uh, uh, executive producers on this too. Right. So, so he kind of knew the storyline that was going on. Yeah, I have a feeling. Um, and since we're getting Aquaman two, and we're getting, you know, we're we're, we're building on this DCEU, whether whether Warner Media says we don't want to continue building on this, they're they're mm-hmm. still building on it. It's just it's right, gonna happen. Right. They might as well get over it. Also, I completely forgot that Randall Park was in this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I had such a hard time seeing him in this movie because I saw him from the show Fresh Off the Boat and just comedian to a T and I'm sitting thinking no no well no I was like dude why is Agent Wu getting so worked up about about you know Mm -hmm. people about fish people I mean he's he he just dealt with yo Scarlet Witch (laughs) oh wrong universe right it it was Oh my goodness, it was so funny. We saw him in there because yeah, because of, of WandaVision. Saw him in WandaVision. I'm thinking of him playing like that one episode of The Office where he comes in and acts like he's one of the other characters and just to pull a prank on somebody. And it's just so funny to me to see him in these other positions. And I'm like, yeah. oh yeah. And so I was kind of with you when I saw him. Like, oh, I forgot he was in this movie too. Yeah. It was really good. I I really hope we get more because. I want to see more Black Manta. 
Uh, agreed. I think that character. I think that character. So my only complaint about this movie was I. I did not like how they used Black Manta kind of as a catalyst. But, but that's how. But that's how they used him in um, in Throne of Atlantis too. But I would like to see him as the main villain, not as a catalyst towards something else. Right. So with this being said, because I know we know they're going to go that route eventually because he's saved by, you know, Randall Park's character, that we, we, we know eventually he's going to be a main a main villain yeah. toward Aquaman. Yeah. yeah. So it was good. I yeah. really enjoyed this movie, though, Me again, too. watching it. But one thing I did see and I did notice, I was really hyped up on the Trench series. Um. I'm not so sure I'm hyped about on that now. After watching Trench People, unless they're going to go back and do a pre-Aquaman movie where you see them devolve into the Trench People. That could be interesting. Kind of like Krypton did where you you know Krypton was back in the past from Superman. Mm-hmm. I'd be okay with that. But if they're going to want to do a Trench series, I'm not sure if I'm going to be down for that. <laughs> if it's something other yeah, than Yeah, they, they're, they're just I, – I mean unless they – Unless they go like the full horror route and they're just, you know, people are trying to survive in the trench territories. I don't know. I don't know. Okay. Well, anything else about Aquaman? I don't think so. So a little bit longer of episodes, but we wanted to give you some character profiles too. So next week we'll have another one. We're also going to watch Shazam. And uh, one of my favorite DC movies that to date have come out. I love Shazam. I cannot wait to talk about this. <laughs> yeah. And, um, and other than that, Carrie, if there's nothing else, you want to part, we want to part ways tonight with everybody. Yeah, yeah. Don't forget to check us out on randomchatter.com, and uh, yeah, we are part of the Random Chatter Network, which Mike keeps forgetting to mention. But because, I do that because Tim to be involved because he likes Tim firing him. <laughs> yes, although he hasn't done it in a while, I'm feeling a little left out. He hasn't fired me in a while. I'll have to get on him for that. Yes. Um, so, and so yeah, check out our Patreon and check out our shop and um, check out all the other podcasts. Check out all the podcasts on on the Random Chatter Network. So yep. until next time, guys. All hail Darkside. All hail Darkside. Peace out, everybody. Bye.